ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, will be with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the Brazilian destroyer, Vinicius, as we talk all things professional wrestling happening in the professional wrestling world, the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's get right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. And uh, the whole cast is back. Venetius is out of jail. Angela uh, officially yes. raised enough money on OnlyFans to bail him out. <laughs> so, right. uh, thank you. You know, screw you gotcha. for sending me shady packages in the mail with all those Biden votes in them, man. I mean, just it's it's all on you. It's all on Sorry. you, man. I was just trying to save our republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, is, it is what it is, brother. It is what it is. Obviously, we are here in the uh, the most festive of times. It is uh, just after Christmas, and we are here to have our kind of 2020 just celebration, man. You know, 2020 was kind of a uh, an F-off year, but I'll tell you what, we uh, – we certainly took advantage of it over here. We've done some fun things, and we are excited just to talk our favorite things about 2020, about wrestling. Um, but before we can get to any of that, um, unfortunately, as we're filming this today, it is a Sunday. It's not usually our time to film. We usually film on Thursdays, but Thursday, you know, was Christmas Eve. So um, yesterday, we all received news in the evening that John Huber, uh, better known in the WWE is Luke Harper, and in AEW is Brody Lee. Uh, passed away rather suddenly. Um, the The reason that was given was an, a non-COVID-related lung issue. And, uh, you know, from what we understand, it, it was kind of, you know, th- things were, were kind of known for a little while, but there was no, um, you know, there was no press about it. They didn't want it public, and, and then he passed. And... Um, you know, obviously, we want to send all of our condolences to the Huber family and to the friends of, of John Huber. The wrestling community has shown a, a huge outpouring of love um, on social media. It's weird to scroll through Twitter and see so much love <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as we've seen these these last 24 hours or so. Um, you know, and so I, I would just implore the the wrestling community to just continue to to have that feeling of not wanting to lose someone and to continue to support each other um, regardless of brand, regardless of, of whether you've worked with them or not, you know, we're, you know, everyone that's in the business is in the business. And it's the same way with, with any profession, you know, teachers rally behind teachers, plumbers rally behind plumbers. It's, you know, um, but, but please, you know, for all the fans that are out there, just continue to show that respect and that love and that admiration and keep any of your negative stuff to yourself, right? This isn't the time for that. And, um, you know, anyone who wants to unfollow me on Twitter because of it, do it, you know? Um, and so we're going to wrap, when we wrap up tonight, we'll wrap up with some of our favorite Luke Harper, Brody Lee moments, um, you know, as fans of his, as fans of professional wrestling. And it wouldn't be 2020 without a Tyler Ticker for this episode yeah, and sure uh so, be, yeah. so so tyler ticker is on tyler number one here mm-hmm. um we're gonna we're gonna just muddle through guys we're gonna have fun tonight it's a party yeah. it's a it's a celebration let's have fun let's kick it off and i want to say just to everyone that's on the show uh you know to to Venetius, to tyler to, to ivy to amy you know thank you guys so much for you know for jumping on for an additional show i know we hadn't talked about this much before you know last week 
but, uh, but I wanted to get the whole crew on to send 2020 off the right way. And, um, you know, and, and I want to say a huge thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our supporters on social media, to all of our supporters that are involved in the Rewind Wrestling Network, you know. Um, you guys are tremendous and you've been doing so much for us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You. (laughs) (laughs) Mish is over here pointing to every person out there. Yep. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. All right. Use my hand. Reach out and touch my hand. (laughs) Yeah. Thank thank you. I was going to say thank you before, of course, I have my ticker. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be Jim Cornette tonight. I'll, I'll tell you that. Man. I'll tell you that much. You know, it's actually not a real ticker. If you guys ever seen the Prestige, Tyler actually dies, and a new Tyler is created every time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what really uh, happened. Stops. I'm I don't coming know if you guys back to Portland. Yeah. Perfect. It's kind of crazy. You know, if you think about it, it's, it's horrible. Perfect. It's well, it's, it's horrible and it's fantastic all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. refreshing. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. What a dynamic. Oh man, oh man. I am uh I'm digging Rav Amy's hat tonight. It's uh it's it's, it's definitely a Christmas warm. story. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's super, it's super warm. You live super in Florida. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's super in- cute unless you're the deer that sees her coming at you with that shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> then it's that not cute there. at all. That one up there. Then it's scary <laughs> as hell. That's a scary hat. Oh Tyler, we're gonna get a new Tyler in a second oh. here. <laughs> One with a little more charisma than the last. Just keep oh, it. There, there he is. Oh, I already see it. Look at this. There smile. it is. There's a big smile. Yeah. Oh, charisma yeah. plus one. Uh, uh, yeah. I've got a great picture right now. He he's yeah. got the bottle up. That, that's what I was seeing. I was oh, like, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's talk some of our favorite our favorite things uh from wrestling in 2020, guys. Uh, there there's so much that happened. There's literally like, you know, I, I, there was countless things that came that we all were like, ooh, that's cringeworthy. Ooh, we don't know why we keep watching this. But then there were those moments <laughs> that kind of happened all throughout the year where we were like, man, this is, this is effing fantastic. Yeah. Why, why isn't every week like this, you know? Um, so so I, I definitely want to hear what you guys think, you know, what some of your, your uh, retrospective of the year is. And uh, I think I want to start with, uh, with Ref Amy. Ref ooh. Amy, coming to you first. Ladies so, first. Yeah. So one of the things I really enjoyed about this year was watching the industry adapt to COVID mm-hmm. and watching like all the misfires going through that, like, what was it? Two months with no like fan noise, mm-hmm. nobody in the crowd and just seeing the silent smackdowns and bras. Um, the best adaption I ever, uh, I think I, I loved about this year was seeing the, um, what do you call it? The pre-taped matches or um, cinematic universe kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. The, my match of the year to di- today is still the Firefly Funhouse from WrestleMania. I thought it was such like the imagery, John Cena allowing like Bray, w- Bray Wyatt to deconstruct him in ways that we never even saw. That that Nikki mm-hmm. Bella part where he makes fun of him for that, I, I still can't believe <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think the best thing to come out of 2020 in wrestling is the fact that you have the potential for cinematic matches now. And I, I'm actually sad that the undertaker is now retired or at least retired for now. Um, because I think there was so much, so many more years left on him with the cinematic matches. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's, that's, and you know, that's a, that's a great way to, to look at this year in wrestling because it has been a year of adaptation. It has been a year of Mm -hmm. just trying to figure it out. 
you know, mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. Now I said ladies first, so let's go to Venetia's next. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pointed that uh, Amy's favorite match wasn't uh, San uh, El Jefe Santos versus Agony. Uh, it's a close, a close second. Close second. Firefly <laughs> match. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You can go to, uh, of course, the other woman on our show, Tyler. Go ahead. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler has frozen uh, now. Oh boy, Tyler Ticker's up to like He's number three or like four now. <laughs> Ivy, Ivy, go ahead. Um. Oh God, I don't know. There were like some pretty. There were definitely some pretty good um, things this year. I think one of the things that I really did like, though, and it's just like me being a sappy mom, was um, Becky Lynch's pregnancy announcement. I think they executed that really well. Um, you know, like they kind of pulled Asuka in and they did that whole thing and the whole little reaction was really cute. Um, and I, I, I think that it was cool to see, you know, Becky get emotional because we didn't really see that side of her too much. We always kind of saw the badass, you know, the man walking out. Mm -hmm. Um, so mm -hmm. to kind of see her get super emotional about that was, um, you know, I, I, I thought that was like really touching and a very good way for them to like announce her pregnancy and you know, send her on her way. And I can't wait to see her come back. I think she's going to do some pretty cool shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that anytime we get to humanize mm -hmm. the people on screen and, and make that connection with them, I think we get more invested as a whole for sure. And I Absolutely. think that that's, a, mm -hmm. that's probably the best way to, to do it. I'm also just realizing that my name tag on here is still Nelio and uh, <laughs> it fits you better. Nelio, it fits you better. You look like, Nelio I look like a Nelio. All right, cool. Yeah. Very the CIA had a Nelio Cuomo costume. You look like one of those G man over there. Oh man! Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's go to let's go to Tyler while he's, while he's still yeah. While well, he's still I'm still frozen. here. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, cinematic matches, like Amy said. Probably the Undertaker AJ Styles really impressed me because mm -hmm. the way Undertaker could do that, I think that's what Sting's trying to do with AEW. So I'm actually impressed with those. So I know I was a little critical at first, but I think she made a great point. I think that was uh, another match that I would put up there as a big moment in wrestling this year was the uh, Boneyard match. For sure. Yeah. I had that listed as well. I think they did a very good job with that. It was a good way to make Tager look good, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. All right. Let's go to, let's go to Big Daddy V. Papa yeah. Claus. Yeah. You know, I'd have to say uh, there was one in particular wrestler who was incredibly inspirational this year. Uh, you know, it was something that was, it. you know, some say it came out of nowhere, you know, uh, but it really made, it made COVID worth, you know, dealing with, and I would have to say it's when Goldberg defeated the Fiend. <laughs> and then, of course, went on to main event WrestleMania. It was truly something that, you know, you never saw coming because the resiliency of, you know, the man, as you will. I mean, I'm sorry, they're one of the original men, uh, Goldberg, uh, you know, at, at such an advanced age. I just felt that that, you know, you, you, you had things, obviously, yeah. like uh, – global pandemics and whatnot, but this has made it all worthwhile, I would say, is <laughs> Goldberg. So that's my answer. Goldberg. Goldberg. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I, I freaking knew that he was going to do it, especially because I think that Goldberg's going to be Roman's opponent at the Royal Rumble now, too. Uh, which I'm excited for, you know, because I, uh, rumor is they might actually have fans at the Royal Rumble. So, you know, if the ticket cost me five, six, eight, nine thousand dollars, as long as Goldberg's there, I'll be there, you know. Yo. I'll buy two just to continue. You gonna fly me down <laughs> to that? My, you I need one down to No, no, I need one seat for me and one seat for my excitement. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. If we all quarantine together, then we can yeah. all go together, right? Like exactly. that's, that's true, yeah. Listen, just give yeah. me a bottle of wine and I'll be good. So. Okay, hundred percent. Yeah. 
We'll have oh, our man. very own super spreader event, everybody. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be bringing COVID together from three yeah. states. So we'll and have I three different strains, you know? Yeah. I, think, I think the the natural conclusion to the tribal chief, you know, uh, which has been a great storyline, but mm-hmm. I think the natural conclusion is for him to lose to Goldberg at the Royal Rumble out of nowhere. <laughs> and just... <laughs> And then move down the card. I think that's really, and then just slowly move down the card. I think that's very important, and it makes sense. You know, that's the most important part. Oh man, (laughs) I can't, I can't. I hate you so much, Tyler Rosen. Or else he would tell you that he hates you too. Let's relish the fact. Tyler, relax, relax. Take a breath. (laughs) But let's relish the fact that uh, Roman Roman Reigns is finally healed. That's 2020. That made things a lot better. John Cena and Roman Reigns both turned heel in 2020. Yeah, we didn't yeah. realize this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he started doing all those deals with China, right? Oh, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. No, because he joined the NWO. Hello. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was. Yeah. I think it's a bigger heel move that he's, you know, in bed with the Chinese. <laughs> Listen, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I'm just saying. It's like real yeah. life heel shit, dude. <laughs> so that's why he's that's, in all the transformers. Like, yeah, that's why he's, so. yeah, that's why he was learning Mandarin is because he wanted to be a guard at this Uyghur camp or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it's messed up. I don't know why. <laughs> anyone who tries to escape those camps, they get a big AA. They throw the punch. Oh my god! I don't know why. I don't know why he does that, but oh he has plenty of money. Like, I don't know. He does it for fun, I guess. Tyler oh is not abused. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm. I'm. I'm... I'm just by now. I'm just every time I go to talk, it's like okay, freezes up. Uh... Yeah, oh my god I, I might as well have because a you're cinematic not in the shower yeah you gotta get uh, in the shower we're supposed to be in the shower with a santa hat tonight well that's scary now, <laughs> now that, that that's halloween that's a the bad halloween <laughs> yeah john cena's like outside your door making sure the internet's not getting it <laughs> john cena yeah now we're gonna fire for a fun house you know what you know what i know who's causing all the all the tickers for him man it's that troll from aee it's that troll from all everything entertainment oh yeah (laughs) actually if we're gonna go the worst moments of of that (laughs) that aee guy in bed with john cena here (laughs) (laughs) the most evil man oh man evil dudes hanging out yeah oh what a douchebag that guy is all right so um yeah plus the aee guy that guy's a jerk too yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah, t- yeah, you can talk about him. Yeah, please. Yeah, 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 that that's a Christmas present. That's why I put that. I tweeted that. Oh man! Oh, did you what tweet a- it for? <laughs> well, no, because because he he was impersonating the web or new website. I mean, he was getting that low that he really he was, he was making himself out to be the buzz. Tyler, honey, I told you, yeah. all you got to do is say the word, and I will handle yep. that. Yep. Uh, he, he's not yeah. he's not worth it. He, Tell him ident- identity he's theft is a crime. He's <laughs> We'll get him a subscription to the OnlyFans. Seriously, oh, wine almost just... came out of my nose. Come on. One, yeah. I, I was just saying he couldn't write a McDonald's menu. That's what because he he wanted to come at me. I never claimed to be a Stephen King writer. Yeah. Uh, let's get off that, man. I, I could. Man, I've read like a I've read like fifty McDonald's menus. I don't know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, you too, right? What's this guy talking? That's about? right. I, I don't. I don't That's know. Right. I, I, and I promise, I've just had water. I... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> i promise we're not drunk yet like what yeah, i know I've, i barely i barely had one bottle oh man 
this is this is this is everything guys i love you thank you so much all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about my favorite 2020 moment so so first of all i want to say i want to point out there for all of you guys that i think that it's that it's um a little ironic considering how back and forth we've gone about aew on this show um that nobody had any favorite aew memories for this year i have Um, one listed you have one listed there yet i have a list I have a whole list in front oh of me. My oh my goodness. She did homework. I did homework. What is this? Santa's list. Yo, you didn't send me your homework so I could copy it. What the, the hell? Of, the okay, list of I've never been one of those. I used to charge people to copy my homework in high mm. school. Come on, Ted. Now you're just charging people for OnlyFans. Jesus. You exactly. Know? The hustle never stops. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, no, but I do have an AEW moment, but go ahead. Okay. So I, I had. I have mixed feelings about AEW as a whole. And you guys know that. First of all, Tyler's face right now is priceless. Thank you for this, Tyler. It's a holiday gift for all of us. Take a drink. Um, <laughs> Every oh, time wow. Tyler freezes. I would be, yeah. Well, be well got, you, you got to do something. I mean, cover. Oh, man. God, God knows something. So, so Tyler, are you drinking when it freezes? He's hydrating. God knows what I do. He's hydrating. God knows. Yeah, Gatorade, yeah. H2O. <laughs> it's Water Boy. There you go. There you go. So, I have mixed feelings about AEW as a whole. Um, I think it's trending towards being WCW more and more um, with a lot of the stuff that we've seen. I think that there's some things that will fix themselves just because they will have learned from failures of the past and. Um, the people in charge seem to do that a bit. Oh, there's one of the cats. One of them. Um, one of the three. Aww. She doesn't like really me too so much. Um, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of my favorite memories of this year has been discovering uh, Sammy G. Because I did not know Sammy G before AEW, you know? Um, and And learning about the Spanish God and watching his, his stuff on YouTube, by the way, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. His stuff on YouTube is fantastic. Um, so one of my favorite things about 2020 in wrestling was just getting to watch this guy work for the first time because it's rare now because everything in WWE kind of looks the same when we had Ariel Levy on and we'll promote Ariel in just a minute. I know Nelly was like, fight now. When can I, when can I fit it in? But, <laughs> I think Ariel uh, looks more like the WWE guy than Sammy Guevara though, right? Well, no, I... They don't I, all look exactly the same, dude. No, I... <laughs> you know, but... The Latin but, lover boys and stuff, you know? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, when Ariel was on, he said, he said to you and I, and he, he said, you know, they, they talked to us about this style that they've created so that we can do it for 300 days a year. And, you know, and... Uh, and so because of that, WWE tends to look very much the same all the yeah. time yeah and aew has given us a little bit of a break from that which is fantastic um but i think that that sammy g has kind of been like my my underrated star of the year um and granted he you know he had some he did some dumb shit on social media um but everybody does some dumb shit on yeah, social yeah. media at some point you know um and you know, I'm glad that, that he was able to come back and to continue what he was doing because I, I'm super excited to see where he goes in 2021. And um, 
I was also super excited for the Roman Reigns heel turn. You know, um, I think that this run for him has been fantastic. I think that it's gotten, he's gotten over more in the last four months than he got over in the four years before that. You know, I think that this, this run for him is fantastic and I'm super excited to see what comes next for it. And I sure hope it's not to lose it to Goldberg in January. I sure hope not. I hope he beats the piss. I hope you're wrong, man. (laughs) Oh man. I hope, I hope. Spear I versus really, spear. It's a match we all needed to have at WrestleMania, and now we're going to have it at. Uh, it can happen. He yeah, just Royal can't Rumble. Beat him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roman can't win. You're right. That's Roman right. can't win. beat him. It's impossible. It needs to be. It agree, needs to be instead of being a, a 60 second squash match, it needs to be a 90 second squash match, and yeah. Roman just needs to Superman punch him like 12 times. Well, the longest Goldberg yeah. match I believe is 19 minutes, and so I would say that. Um, is that a WWE cool. match? I think it was a WCW match. Was, was it? it the William Regal one? Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page. Maybe 19 <clears throat> minutes or so. Maybe 18 minutes. Was that, uh, th- was that at Road Wild? That was at Halloween Havoc. It was after Hogan and Warrior. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I it went off that. the pay-per-view. Great match. Probably Goldberg's, one of Goldberg's best match. So I would say, you know, um, if it took him, you know, whatever, 17 minutes to beat, Diamond Dallas Page, it, you know, I understand if it takes him 12 minutes to beat Roman Reigns. You can do something like that, 11 minutes to beat Roman Reigns. I think that makes logical sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could okay. go longer. Yeah. All right. All right. I just hope that... that- I, just know if, I just don't know if Roman can hang with him. All right, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long was that long Undertaker match? How long was Goldberg and Undertaker? When did that happen? Was that this year? Or that, was in, that was in Saudi. Like, that was in 2019. Right, that was in 2019. Oh, okay. All the years just rolled together now. Yeah, it was in Saudi. They haven't been to Saudi oh, because of COVID. Oh yeah. COVID. No, they were there in January, weren't they? I thought they were in January. Didn't Goldberg uh, win in January? Before COVID. I don't think so. I could be I wrong. Think, yeah, that's when they got trapped. No, there. no, Bray Wyatt. He took up like 20 curb stomps. Yeah. Was that in Saudi Arabia? No, no he won it in no, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, but he lost it though. So, so it was in December. Man, I wish there was something like some sort of global interwebbing that could just tell us all these things. I'm working on it. I wish brother. something like that existed, you know? Jamie, pull that up. Jamie. I, I know Goldberg it feels like 10 years. It was June 7, 2019. Yeah, but I think they went to when Saudi. Was the, no, when, when the was last time they were earlier. in Saudi was. Hold on. No, last time they were in Saudi was after that. Like two times after. Man. Hold on, I'm looking it up. And thank God for the Saudis uh, to give us such great wrestling, huh, guys? Super Showdown 2020. It was February 27th. Wow. Yeah, yeah that was feels two, like 10 years ago. It, it was, was two days. It was two days after the birth of my daughter. I watched it holding my little two-day-old daughter in my hands. I yeah, that. I remember it because they were talking about trapping so them there because of COVID. Exactly. Mm. I was so excited for that. Now I remember that. Mm. I was mm. like, oh, I hope she's not born on Super Showdown. She came two days before. So, oh, such a good baby. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Got a baby. Then he watched uh, Goldberg win the title. It's just Did he win the title in Saudi? I think so. Yeah. Oh my God! That was the greatest weekend of my life. Wow. Because they knew it was in the. It was like in the. It was like in the top five. But now, like, <laughs> top, now that that happened, whoa, it's number game. one for sure. Exactly. Then it shot skyrocketed. From the top seven or eight to the top. Yeah, they couldn't do that in front of an American crowd, right? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. God Birth of my daughter. And then on top of that. (laughs) And then he got the the best 
Chris oh Mahonic but then the whole world – see, that's weird. Like, I have a baby, and the whole world just closes down for eight months, you know? So mm-hmm. I actually spent so much time with my baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Weird. It's as if the whole world just <laughs> runs around me. Like, my fiance like exactly came what off I of paternity and then had to go back on staying at home because of COVID. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been wild. I don't so, know what so, it feels like. I've worked the entire damn yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, so my my gain hero. my gain is Ivy's Respect. loss, and like three hundred thirty thousand Americans lost too, and like a million it's a, it's people a true sacrifice that I was <laughs> the world. Unfortunately. <laughs> No, it's horrible. But like, uh, I got to spend time with my baby, which probably wouldn't have happened, you know, not too much. Yep. You know? And and that is a blessing of twenty twenty. Huge blessing. Absolutely. That is the blessing Absolutely. of twenty twenty. Plus a Goldberg title reign. Yeah, plus right a there. Goldberg title reign. You know, like you know? Right there. Jesus, <laughs> I forgot that Goldberg held the championship in twenty twenty. Wow, I legit did. It feels like ten years ago. It does. It really like, does. It's because does. COVID time moving. Like really I went strange, yeah. Yeah, I went to Bash on the Beach when they were here in Miami, AW, and that feels like three years ago. I was like, yeah. that happened this year. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. I, oh, I lose my hand though. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Actually getting better. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Well Did you go did you go with us? Were you training yet, Amy? No, I didn't start training till uh May. Nice. And now she's senior referee, you know, Amy, Veronica over yeah. at CCW, you know. Getting RKO left and right. Yeah, yeah. She took a huge <laughs> RKO. Did you guys see it? No, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Oh, I Tyler, did. you're fired from. Yeah. No. You're not doing the CCW show then. You don't watch the product. Get no. the hell out, Tyler. Daddy ticked. Get, oh, then he's gone. Yep. Yeah, no, didn't even hear he's fire him. Yeah. It's okay. You can take it back if you want now. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, she took a great bump. So that should be one of your top moments in uh, 2020. Took a nice bump. Yeah. Took an RKO from La Brava. T- Tyler yeah. took a Tyler took a pretty it's sick a, bump too. Yeah, decent headbutt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, funny because uh, in practice I injured myself on Tyler. You did? <laughs> I, didn't I, did. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. Now yeah, I feel yeah. bad. I, I should have. I was worried. It. I was worried for protecting you. So um, when I did the headbutt, I smashed my own uh, head. Yeah, because I was so worried. And then during the actual headbutt during the show, I said, "Fuck it, I'll hurt him. I don't give a shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, about you, Tyler? What did that. you What did you do? Like, like, how would you feel like uh, the this year, like through through COVID and everything? Answer immediately, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, answer now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> Your silence is deafening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, I guess that answers everything, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> I fried for us. Uh, yeah, right when I was going to answer. Like, hey, what'd you do? Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah. Oh, we hear you now. Yeah, right. Oh, I, like I, I don't know. What's the question again? I'm repeating. I may phrase again. Who mm-hmm. knows? Out of all the Goldberg title reigns, which is your <laughs> favorite? My favorite? I'm going back to WCW if that's the, the favorite. <laughs> not, you know, it's not going to be WWE with all due respect to us run there. I mean, that's got to be. So respectful. So respectful. You had to work during a, a global pandemic and it was horrible. And then, of course, you know, wrestling stopped in the East Coast, you know, like for the most part, right? Like Ted, Ivy. Mm-hmm. So, like. You know, is it, are you looking forward to 
being able to do more stuff or like the, are you taking like a are you taking it as a mental break i guess it's not a mental break because you're working so hard right ivy that's for ivy your silence is deafening the hustle never stops baby it never stops <laughs> yeah it stops that's what i was laughing because it, it run on cue there you go um, how about you ted what do you feel about this year you work like a dog you work like all day listen man um i've i this is my 11th year teaching wow. and this year is the hardest i've ever worked ever and i mean i used to work i used to pull 70 hour weeks every wow. week for when i was a high school band director you know, I was, I, I was out there, you know, we had competitions every weekend. I had jazz band, I had yeah. marching band, I had indoor, I had, you know, I did the plays, you know, um, this is the hardest I've ever worked in my life is this year. And you've had you know, to adapt. Yeah, I had to, I had to. And, um, you know, I, uh, you know, there's potential of me owning my own karate school starting in june oh i'm um, excited we so yeah. excited you know so that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy in and of itself that means free lessons for my kids right for sure yeah i was gonna say yeah you just got you just got <laughs> no i just want to put a, i just, I just want to see what your studio looks like we can put a low boy in there and start training people <laughs> listen listen Kick some uh, people in the head if if i wasn't only renting the facility two days a week uh, okay okay you know, but in three years, when I'm renting it five days a week or seven days a week, mm-hmm. we can uh, we can it. talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Ted, I have a question. I have a, a I mean, Nelio, I have a question about band uh, <laughs> being a band director or being a a, a band. So, if you ask uh, me about band camp, I'm gonna punch you in the face. The no, first no, time no, no, no. Please, please, please. I'm well so versed in band camp, <laughs> Nelio. Uh, my question is this. So you get some kids, right? And like yep. they start early, sixth grade. I don't know how early they start with we, you. We start, them, we start them in fifth grade in Beautiful. our school district. So they do like, uh, you do like a little test on their melodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like if they're decent, right? And mm-hmm. then you put all the shitty ones in percussion, right? No. Then next comes trombone. <laughs> and then the ones with any talent get like, like the violin, not violin, because you don't, probably don't have violin, but uh, the thing, the flute. And like trumpets and stuff. Is that how it works? Because I feel that's how mm-hmm. it works. So everyone goes for percussion first. I would be like these. Like I would look in the back and I'd be like, okay, these idiots don't know anything about music, so they're just hitting a drum. And then these guys over here, they're kind of like halfway, so they're the trombones. And then the trumpets tend to be pretty good, and then the flute's pretty good. Now I don't want to, re- you know, break kayfabe on your school or anything like that, but there has to be some sort of method on why you choose the instruments, right? The, oh, there's definitely a method. Um, what I will tell you is that I thank God that you're not a band director. <laughs> but how does that work? So for me, and every, everyone does a little differently. Um, percussion is usually the most popular first choice for kids when they're beginning. So we actually audition the percussionists and we only take X amount of percussionists. And then we say to everybody else, we're like, listen, you didn't make the cut for percussion. If you want to play something else, we will help you find out which works best for you. <laughs> That's what happened um, to me. <laughs> is it? Yeah, when I was in band, yeah, they, they were like, yeah, just pick something else. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Believe it or not, guys, I was in band too. I played the flute. I played wow. the French horn. Yeah, I, good. I haven't done it in a really long time, but I, I do believe that actually. I oh, do believe yes. that. And, uh... <laughs> that was a band <laughs> Oh man. There's so many jokes about blowing to be made there. I mean yeah. <laughs> Tyler, what did you play? 
Uh, no, no, it's for our <laughs> piano. Uh, that, that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm, oh, nice. I'm slow, He's but... got good fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hey. Yeah. Christian, wow. Christian we're, Mingle. We're, we're, yeah. That's, we're that's a Christian Mingle tagline. I'm good with my fingers, you know? Or, or Mormon Mingle. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's being greedy with Mormon Mingle. Yeah, yeah he just wants all the denominations. <laughs> Yo, Amy lost her hat. What the hell? Yeah. It was really hot. What the hell? Like, yeah, no, I am. In, all right, fine. I'll put I it back sweating. in. I had a break. I am sweating right now. I don't. I don't have Fair. anything on. I don't have anything on under this though, unfortunately. So I'm stuck. <laughs> Angela, didn't you say you needed a like a second bachelorette party or something? Like, there you go. Did, no, did we order no, now? Look, no, look. No. I'm not a great stripper, but I'm incredibly affordable. <laughs> incredibly affordable. Finalized. Yeah. I need to have a. <laughs> on divorce party with strippers nice. and, and all the above. Like, I gotta have it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I'm super cheap, so don't worry about it. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly affordable. Oh, Can't be shit. any worse than the stripper that I got for my birthday this year, so. Nice. It's like some yeah, old Cuban my, guy, right? I Cuban told guys. my parents jokingly that I wanted a stripper for my birthday. They decided to throw, like, a party. And one of my dad's friends comes out. They blindfold me, okay? They freaking put on Pony by Genuine. And oh my God. one of my dad's friends comes out in long underwear. Fantastic. <laughs> and like Thank God. On and gives me a whole lap dance and I'm blindfolded. I was mortified. Oh, was, my God. This that is, was a parents, funny. That's shit I'm going to do to my kids. I'm so oh, oh, my God. Yeah, that seems more like a federal crime. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm 26. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, you've got to sign this contract that says whatever happens in this room is okay. You know? That's right. <laughs> That's true. We're not telling you what's going to happen, but uh, yeah. it's going to turn into yeah. Saw by the end, I promise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. That's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah, 2020 has been, a, it's, it's been an interesting year for sure. I mean, like I know, Ted, you said it's the hardest year that you worked, and I kind of feel the same myself. Yep. Um, I've been in healthcare for like almost six years now. And I don't ever remember being this burnt out from work. Like mm. it has been absolutely insane. I mean, it started off, you know, just like a regular year with us. Mm. And then all of a sudden COVID hits, everybody's got the Rona and I'm taking care of like majorly ill respiratory patients. And, you know, to the point that I had to jump in and get a respiratory certification online because we needed respiratory nurses at my facility. And I was working 14 days straight for several, you know, pay periods between um, April and May and just like no sleep, you know, um, patients were just getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Um, and like, you know, I think the most frustrating thing is like Ted knows, like up in our area, there's a lot of people that haven't taken things, you know, that seriously. So to be a nurse that's like overworking myself to death and to have people that just don't freaking comply with things and then seeing all these people, you have the people, oh, it's not real. It's not real. I'm like, tell that to the patients that I freaking treat, you know? Um, so it's definitely been quite an interesting year, which is cool because like, I do feel like, you know, the whole podcast thing, you know, has kind of given me a little bit of stress relief. You know, it's like one thing I don't have to focus on, you know, worrying about COVID at the time. So mm -hmm. it's been cool. Mm -hmm. I've been very excited to be here with you guys. 
I agree with you, but Tyler clearly does not. Tyler Tyler is scrutinizing. I mean, Tyler, it is real, dude. Just chill out for a second. He was mad at your statement. Is it time to drink again? No, no, no. I'm trying. It's not you all. It's a technical difficulty. Tyler, did you get a new microphone? Yeah, it's a, it's a Yeti, man. I, I, Ooh. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, go out, trying to go out town. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up. Boom. Boom. We got one at the school, Amy. Just take it home. I'll do it. Yeah. Boom. Look at that. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Look at that. All right. So, uh, you know, the, so, Jesus, we've, we're off the rails. And I love it. This is a fantastic episode. <laughs> Talking about Bless rails, you. man. You got the Rona. You got yeah, the right Rona. Oh, wait. Oh, did no. I show you guys? Look, I'm immune my shirt uh, <laughs> jesus christ that was the great <laughs> perfect perfect delio never do that again i mean i'm um, yeah. sorry not the brazilian <laughs> sorry yeah, the brazilian <laughs> yeah my my santa suit says naughty on it too but i wrote it myself and it's it's written on the inner thigh yeah you know, it's written it's, yeah, <laughs> it's written, yeah inner thigh that's right yeah there you go boom so, all right, before we, before right. we, we bring this thing back all the way, um, you know, I just want to say thank you guys because, and, and, and Angela, you know, touched on this a second ago, um, you know, this, this podcast, like, and I've had my ups and downs with this damn thing, right? This show has been through three iterations in 2020. <laughs> it was the Rewind Wrestling Podcast. And then it was the Jolton Joe Wrestling Radio Show, and now it's the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show. And you know, um, you know, I got to thank you guys for breathing some new life into this thing, um, and and helping me keep on because I, I got to tell you, there are times where it's like, it's it's not worth the grind, and uh, and I want to sure. give up on it. And and you guys mm-hmm. are making it awesome. And and the interaction that I've gotten recently on social media from people has definitely made it. Um, easier to, to get back on the grind about too. So, so I mean, I want to say thank like you I would say, unfortunately, like hey, 90% of the, yeah, thank you. But 90% of the yeah. people who listen to this are completely toxic, <laughs> but those 10% that are good, good people who are worth it, you know, I, oh, oh, we got no! I thank you 10%. No, if you listen to it, you might be Dude, you, you, you just froze, bro. You just had a Tyler anyway, ticker. He did. I just yeah. Tyler out. Yeah. I just, Tyler I did out. that on purpose. Because <laughs> he was talking about, but no, thank you guys. Th- no, I wanted to say the same thing Ted said. Like, thank you guys so much. It's been so fun. And then, you know, I know like, uh, uh, you know, our spouses. You know, Ted's spouse, mm. Amy's uh, fiance. You know, my girlfriend. You know, uh, Ivy's uh, dad's friend or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my and of god! Course, and of course, Tyler's mom. They all, they all like really. <laughs> they've been really great. <laughs> helping us too you know this is time commitments and stuff so i want to thank you guys so <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. leave it to him no. now it is that it is that weird week right that weird week after christmas before new year's right it's such a weird is it saturday so what day time. is it like like <laughs> I mean, that's been all of 2020 for me. I'm just drunk all the time. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Whenever she's not on duty, let's let's yeah. put that out there. Of oh, course. Whatever. Of course. You can sneak one. You're a nurse. You deserve it. Listen, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I know. The nurses I that would, I know, yeah. they keep yeah. a bottle in their car for rough nights. So. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm going to do the responsible thing here and uh, and bring us back around. 
And uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and ask: Does anyone else have any other favorite 2020 wrestling related memories that they want to uh, they want to run down? I do, I do, I do. And it's 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 a little bit you know selfish, but a live wrestling, 15 weeks of professional wrestling produced, edited, and done. I think better than like 99% of other promotions. You know, 98%. Let's say and. Uh, I think that was a huge, you know, like it forces us to adapt. You know, we were so used to running big ass shows once a month and uh, relying so much on uh, Sabu and um, uh, super crazy, super crazy and the Brooklyn brawler. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And other people too, you know, like to come in and draw a house and we wrestle and we get our money and we go home, but to actually changing into what feels like a cohesive promotion Mm-hmm. And moving forward into 2021 as a co- cohesive promotion has just been awesome. And it was really, uh, I'm lucky to uh, have my own business and do my own stuff. And then I'm here with my daughter, you know, and I love to train, but it was really, um, uh, COVID was like, look, let's focus ourselves differently. So, the, you know, it was a horrible mm-hmm. thing, but mm-hmm. you have to change and grow. So now younger, interesting talents that want to work for CCW, like they're dying to. So that's been really a crazy highlight of the year, you know, not just, not just the shows, you know, like Sabu and Alex Ocean, the national show where, you know, Tyler did such a great job. You did a good job, buddy. Don't, you know, you don't have to pre <laughs> that. I know he's nervous about, you know, me talking about him, but, but uh, all of that stuff has been awesome, but just as a whole, that's been really, really fun. And hopefully in 2021, even better stuff comes out, you know? Yep. Like yeah, every week nice we can try to get better and better you know yeah to to back that up like it was nice to see like indie wrestling evolve in that way and find new ways to make the money when you couldn't hold hold shows so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and i feel like if they keep that going even past covid i think 100 percent. Yeah. yeah indie wrestling is gonna excel. and as long as we um supplement it with small armed robberies in small cities <laughs> around the state of florida we'll continue we'll continue being profitable as long as my wrestlers you know put on masks yeah yeah you know and and uh and uh hold up old ladies by gunpoint for money as long as that continues we'll be profitable you know for the foreseeable future you know yeah that's cool that's cool oh man oh man man oh man all right any anyone else with some favorite wrestling memories oh i have a couple i have a couple i have a couple okay um of course all right, no, no, no. First, I'm gonna go with Edge returning at Royal Rumble. Oh yes. yeah, that was this I year. <laughs> Ten years ago, I absolutely love Edge. I, I was devastated, you know, when he had to retire. So to see him be able to get back in the ring this year was just phenomenal for me. I absolutely loved it, and I mean, he looked good. Mm-hmm. I, I think really, he definitely looked good. He wanted to come back, and he did the work that he needed to do. So, you know, that was a big thing for me. Um, and also, my man Jeff Hardy getting that IC title for the fifth time. So I was excited to see that because I always enjoy seeing him win a title. You know, a little belt around his waist. Mm. Anyway. Um, Plus, Jeff Hardy yeah. he threw pee-pee in that guy's face. Yes, you got, you don't did. forget about that. He that was a huge moment. in Seamus's face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which man. I, I didn't care for that whole storyline. I'll, dr- I'll drink to that, guys. Cheers. And then I'll, I'll throw uh, some positive AEW stuff. Uh, Hangman finally seems like he's got like some sort of character development. He was kind of in limbo oh. that first year at AEW, okay. and now he's starting to get that stride. 
And when he, he eventually challenges Omega for the title, it's going to be freaking sweet. He, uh, yeah, that's yep. a wonderful one. Yeah, he, he, one. Yes, he got over. Yeah, because when sure. they tried to force him that, that first couple of months, it was kind of like, eh, we're not really into him. But now he's coming to yeah, his own. Yeah, he was a little forced at first. But you're exactly right. He, he, I think you have to, like, uh, when you become yourself and turn it up to an 11, you know, and he just became an angry alcoholic, which we missed. Yeah. We all missed that. We wanted to yep. watch it. So I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. And speaking of AEW, we also had Sting, which while it might not be the best thing, I mean, totally nostalgic. Oh, I popped. That was good. I popped for sure. For sure. Absolutely. It got a reaction. Yep. For sure. And I think um, FTR having the handcuffs taken off. Mm-hmm. Are, are both Venetia's and Tyler frozen simultaneously right no, now? No, no, no. Uh, I, I just realized my I have a. I was gonna a, say, a, do we have to drink? Again? I have a guitar uh, that uh, a buddy of mine from TNA gave me, and I just realized uh, Jeff Hardy is right here. Oh, and like Sting awesome. is like right over here. I just realized that. Oh, that is awesome. Boom. I always plan I on hitting somebody with that guitar. Now I, I won't. <laughs> of Jeff Hardy and one of them was actually given to me at the February show that I did with Ted so that was oh nice. yeah the ACPW nice. show yes that was was that, was that Wars of Revolution that was Wars of Revolution yes because that was the Revolution Championship um yep. so the uh but like I was about to say is uh, FTR getting the handcuffs taken off a yeah. little bit and letting them just be them uh, mm-hmm. is definitely a highlight of 2020 for me because I, I definitely felt them being stagnant and the same thing with the Good Brothers over an impact mm-hmm. um, and I think that the upswing that impact has had this year is, is a blessing of 2020 because mm-hmm. all, all those guys might have been cleaned out after Wrestlemania on Black Wednesday you know what I mean um, but there's no guarantee that that it would have happened if COVID hadn't been a thing you know right and now all those guys are out there doing great stuff. Yeah. And a lot of them oh, yeah. are doing it in impact. Yeah. So they are. So that's that's something that I'm I'm super grateful for um in 2020 wrestling is that we've got a couple more viable options now to mm-hmm. go and just yeah. enjoy being a wrestling fan, which is which is really once cool. again it's it that, seems, that adaptability. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it's a more level playing field now. Yeah. with like the no crowds and stuff it like right. everyone's doing the same production and like yeah. a little bit different but yeah. you, you see the scales down yeah yeah I, I i had to stop watching wrestling when there was no zero crowds it just is so weird right like wrestlemania was weird like mm-hmm. it, it took me out of it when kevin owens is climbing up to do the sign when he jumped off the sign at wrestlemania because i knew that they could literally cut and you know what i mean they literally could yeah. cut you know what I mean? Most of the climbing. Edge and Randy Orton, like, they would be like a cut, and I'd be like, they literally could have, like, took a drink of water. Right. You know, relieved themselves. Had they a did sandwich, that at first. And um, come back, right? Like, they, they, like they did that all to my OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first couple of uh, SmackDowns. Randy Orton could be, like, DMing. They yeah. Hey. Yeah, they stopped wrestling during the commercial breaks. Yeah. Not yeah. realizing that the international crowds don't oh, have yeah, commercial breaks. That was and so, so they would weird. just see them stop fighting and sit there and talk. Yeah, grab a hold, Daddy. Horrible. <laughs> oh man. Man, oh man. That's horrible. No, well, but t- in all seriousness, twenty twenty was an interesting year for wrestling overall. I mean and then like for the indies. Like I, mm-hmm. I truly feel bad for the indies because you they don't have those big production crews and all of that so you know ted i mean you know how it's been up here like for instance acpw like we had a big delta mania event planned and mm-hmm. then boom covid just 
totally knocked yeah. that out and everybody's just kind of been sitting with nothing going on and it sucks i mean a lot of the talent is like you know kind of picking up shows here and there but just overall i mean i i really truthfully do feel horrible for a lot of the indies wrestlers out there that have gotten you know so used to not really training and not doing any types of events or anything over the last several months because that for sure. you know that waiting period of when are things going to pick back up for us for sure it sucks, but and it's weird because it, during the same time like i don't know it's different, you know, Florida's so weird, but I was on a, my first, like, you know, national pay-per-view with Pyro and all this right. crazy stuff at the same time where, you know, was there a lot of people in the audience? No, you know, did it feel like it was cool? It was cool. So it's like a weird thing. Like there's a lot of wrestlers who I see on social media who are just like, Oh, like um, nothing's going on or whatever. Right. And then you have Sebastian Cage who's been reaching out like, mm -hmm. Hey, nothing's going on here right get me, like get me the it's border definitely right like now by which area you know what i mean like yep. in some areas there's yes. nothing other exactly. areas it is popping off and exactly you know to see the difference there is really crazy exactly so yeah. there's also an opportunity where people are just like you know what like uh like west virginia is wide open right so i was uh, talking to this guy beast man good guy big dude and he was just like no like you know just go out and do it and so he was inviting guys to come up to west virginia drive up for the shows and stuff and I was like, you know, that's good. You know, like re professional wrestling should be, um, it's better when it's like that little bit of that outlaw mentality. Yeah, 100%. So like, especially independent wrestling should feel a little outlaw. Like what's going to happen here? You know, is something wrong with this? Should this not be legal? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of liked that there's a little bit of that, like taste back to it. Of course, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, for the safety of human beings, I hate, you know, the fact that it's like that, but wrestling can also exist in, you know, during this time, I think. Yeah, within within reason, so for sure. Yeah. I think I think one of the things that I like to see the most um, was like, you know, just checking out my social media pages and seeing, you know, the wrestlers who went months without any type of, you know, training or anything like that, finally, mm -hmm. you know, posting that they got a match or, yeah. you know, they, mm -hmm. they went to an mm -hmm. event and just like to see how excited that made people. Like yeah, that and taking bumps, like like, like taking, taking bumps after weeks off and then their body mm -hmm. has to do it again. Right, right. Hearing right. stuff like that. And like, For you know, sure. I'm always going to be like a wrestling fan at heart. I'm always going to be a wrestling girl. So to see, you know, the people that have that same type of, you know, energy and that same passion for the business that I do, sure. like, you know, actually getting to, to partake in it, it just, it really like made me feel good because once COVID hit, like, you know, we were all kind of in that area where we're like, what the heck's going to go on? Like shows are done for the entire year and to see things pick back up again, just like, you know, it really made me happy to see that. Yes. For sure. For sure. And you know what? Something else I'm really thankful for in 2020 is rediscovering Crowbar and his promos. <laughs> his Twitter promos are fantastic. I love them so much. Oh, they're I'm awesome. Yeah. I'm addicted. Yeah, sure. I, I want them on the show so bad. Everybody's got to work their voodoo magic and get us Crowbar. Uh, like, I'll try to find a way. Yeah. I want him on, yeah. on the show. I want him on the show so bad. Yep. Um, so you want me to work some magic, Ted? I have my my Ooh, my, my book oh my of goodness. spells. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! There's something. There's something spells. in there for uh, for Brazilian Santa Claus is randomly appearing in your bedroom, right? Like, oh my hmm. goodness! <laughs> Let's see here. Page thirty-two. <laughs> little a little little spell, little there spell you card go. here. There you go. <laughs> Boom! Boom! Happy Festivus! Uh, <laughs> it is Yule. Yule. Yeah, celebrating Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. So I want to I want to wrap up the show today by uh, 
by paying tribute to, to the late John Huber um, and, and just thinking back on what some of our favorite memories of him in the ring, of him and just in professional wrestling are, you know, from everything, you know, I'm not going to pretend like we knew the guy. I didn't know the guy. The only person who might've known the guy would be, would be Venetius. Um, and and you, um, did, you never met him, right? Met him. Well, I met him a couple of times. I never spoke to him, like, you right. know, like sat down with him. Right. right. And, and, and uh, you know, from everything that I'm reading about the guy, he is a, uh, he's an example of what every working father should be. You know, mm-hmm. excited to get home to his kids at the end of the day, you know, works his ass off so that his kids are proud of what he does. Um, you know, and, and, and that's, that's fantastic. And um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, about what are some of our favorite memories are of some of his work in honor of that. And uh, I think I want to go to, let's go to Tyler first before he freezes again. What's some of your favorite John Huber memories, whether they be Brody Lee or Luke Harper? Uh, I have to go back to when he tag teamed with uh, Eric Rowan. And also he was teaming with either Cena or Orton. I love his versatility. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter whether he's singles or tag team. He's mm-hmm. just a great athlete who could move like a lightweight. And he just did some innovative things. And that's what I'll take away. Just in WWE, AEW, didn't matter. He just, his lasting. His lasting legacy. It's I'm sure he's going to say legacy or something, you know is that uh, he was a great worker and it appears that like his, he was a better family man, you know, like it's yeah. crazy how the uh, uh, wrestling business, like they're, they all talk about how much he loved his children. Yep. And, and, and at all wrestling a couple of weeks ago, you know, his son, you know, got to take part in a little angle, but it sounds like his son was always a part of his life and a part of wrestling okay. with him. So that's amazing. And that's, uh, I think that's very, um, something I can look, look up to, you know, I, I mm-hmm. sometimes I look at my daughter and I want to keep her as far away from professional wrestling as ever. Like, <laughs> I don't want him around. I don't, I don't want him. I don't want her around. Um, any, any wrestler, those, any, ever. Any, any, my friends, my <laughs> yeah. enemies, whatever, my competition, myself, like, you know, I'm not myself. I'm okay. But, but like, <laughs> I don't want her around the business, but it sounds like he was able to find that like happy medium with his wife and his family and stuff. And it's very yeah. honorable and very, I look up to it. I wish I, I, mm-hmm. wish I could do the same for and, sure. For sure. Tyler's giving you the cornet stare right now. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> don't, finish my, don't finish my sentences, brother. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Ref Amy. Um, so my, like, I, I love Luke Harper, but it was nice. To, like I said with uh, Gallows and Anderson, when they were released from WWE and went to Impact, um, it was nice to see Brody Lee in AEW because it felt like the cuffs were off. A lot like with FDR. It felt like he was trying new things. He was trying to be himself. And there was a lot of misfires. Like, we, I think we could all agree that the Dark Order has been kind of like ups and downs with everything Mm -hmm. going on. Um, But one of the things I've really enjoyed, and I've actually been like mass retweeting it on my Twitter, is everything they've been doing during the Being Elite show, Mm -hmm. the, the little web show. Mm-hmm. watching the dark order during that show i know it's comedy and it like sometimes like it doesn't match up with what they're doing on tv but just watching them joke around and like him yelling and screaming the f-bombs at them hitting them with pieces of paper mm-hmm. like it, it hit i they're having so much fun and it's just so nice to see give it like given 2020 right. people mm-hmm. having fun and enjoying themselves and you could tell like there's a major loss there with them being gone but like the memories with them are always going to be there for sure for yeah. sure ivy um 
I I definitely was a big fan of um you know when he when he had the whole Luke Harper thing going on um I love you know when the Wyatts were together um especially like when they first came in and everything was like super eerie and creepy and had that like Louisiana you know like rocking chair thing and all that mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I definitely enjoyed um one of the matches it was um Randy Orton and Luke Harper versus um Bray and Eric Rowan um mm -hmm. that was down a few years ago and I thought that was you know it was cool to see him work with somebody other than the Wyatts at that time um and then like you know he moved to AEW and I think he just developed that more individuality we got to see a little bit more of who he was as a person and I feel you know like I actually scrolled through um you know social media like I looked through um his Instagram page and one of the things about him and you know him unfortunately passing we tend to forget you know that these wrestlers are just a normal person outside mm -hmm. of the ring so to really kind of scroll through and see so many pictures of him as a family man and that's one of the things that he is most complimented on you know over the last mm -hmm. 24 hours is being such a good you know father and husband and i think it's really great to see how the wrestling community has come together from every angle you know um you've got your wwe people you've got your AEW people you've got people from the indies that have worked with him who you know are all kind of chiming in and saying what a great person that he was and how you know it all kind of came back to just him being a good person and being a father and being a husband, you know, really humanized him in a way that we don't always get to see in the wrestling world. You know, like mm -hmm. we, we remember these people, you know, based on what their gimmick is, but mm -hmm. to see that he is not just remembered as being Brody Lee or uh, Luke Harper, but to see him being remembered as a person, I think is one of the greatest things. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Big daddy V. So, um, I mean, as a wrestler, when they broke up, when they had the Wyatt family going, he was always excellent. He was always a standout, mm -hmm. like probably the best worker in the Wyatt family. And then when he um, left the Wyatt family and he had that singles run as just Harper and he wrestled Dolph Ziggler in that, that ladder match, wonderful. Yep. That was the best thing I've ever seen him do. It was so good. And it was yep. – I thought he was on the cusp of uh, – like, you know, being a main event guy because of his size, because he looked like Bruiser Brody. Mm -hmm. um, and it was all there. And that was like, that was awesome. And whatever was, you know, whatever kept him from ascending or whatever to the mm -hmm. next level and what they went back and the Bludgeon Brothers thing or whatever, whatever that was, it doesn't matter. He's really, really good. And then um, just, yeah, like seeing someone that size, he has a great look, the beard. And then, uh, I guess being that guy who like everybody really liked it's, you know, there, there's some of those guys too. Like, you know, we have those guys in our locker room too. Everybody really, really likes the guy and that's important. And, uh, and then, yeah, just, it also makes you think like uh, he's 41 years old, you know, and uh, he had a disease come up on him and, you know, maybe we don't know exactly know, but you know, he knew about it for let's say a month or two months, probably, almost two and a half months or something like that approximately if the timelines whatever and then he just passes away it's such a horrible thing a reminder like life is so fleeting to enjoy uh every single moment that you right. have like you know like i always i always tell everyone you know sometimes intimidating manner but to enjoy the process mm -hmm. to enjoy the to like this process like the process and it seems like he was that type of person you know to like the process and it shows that when you you know, you could get a disease and die at 41 uh, mm -hmm. without, I mean, he was a healthy and shaped person. Yeah. You could, that could happen to you. So it yeah. makes, it's a reminder, like to love what you do, enjoy what you do and uh, live your absolute best. So it's kind of like one of those reminders, you know, mm -hmm. that 
you get once in a while and hopefully a very rare reminder, you know? And it's also a thing like, it's a weird thing because wrestlers used to just die all the time. Remember like there's a lot of cocaine and steroids and yeah. Yeah. a lot of stuff, abuse in wrestling and it, it hasn't stopped, but uh, uh, it shows like that how rare, what is Amy laughing about? But it shows how rare, uh, 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 you know, it hasn't stopped in wrestling, but it shows how rare that is happening now. It's not happening like right. it used to. It used to be, right? right? Like every year there was like five or six guys. So there's that, you know, silver lining and all of this that is a, a disease that just came and it took him away and everybody loved him. But, you know, it seems like wrestling's very different. And, uh, you know, he seemed like to do all the right things. But even if you do all the right things, you could, you, you could, something horrible could happen to you, you know? And so it's just a reminder, like a reminder in life that it's like, uh, you want to, you want to live the best moments. And from what his friends have said, he seems to be living that. And like, when you watch being, being the elite, he's funny Mm -hmm. and he's enjoying himself. So even if, you know, everyone doesn't have to love a character, but if they're having fun doing it, it's probably more important in the long Mm -hmm. run, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, I think there's it's a huge good example uh, on how to live your life, you know. Exactly. And man, it, but it does it does get me, you know, now that he's he's gone. Like death is so definitive, he's gone. Uh, you know, it is such a huge take away like the the fact that like what's most important is our personal lives, like my family, your family, your mother, your father, your sons and daughters. But like it was a huge wasted opportunity for potential for all companies not, not yeah. like saying this company this company because like and maybe he didn't want to do it but he could have been like that he, he had that look and he had the tools you know mm-hmm. to be great so you know but he wanted you know he did he lived a good life obviously so it's really sad and tragic and you know i hope the best for his family and his kids you know like uh i think bray wyatt put it best when he said he'll put over your son, his son in dark matches in the future. I love stuff like that. You know? <laughs> right. That's the type of stuff that's more meaningful than winning the AEW championship or whatever. Right. For sure. For sure. Definitely. I think, I think some of my favorite memories about Luke Harper and, or um, Brody Lee, um, the tag matches that, that he and Eric Rowan had against the Usos, we're just, mm-hmm. we're just incredible. You know, um, the six man tag against the shield is, is held up there as being a masterpiece by a lot of fans. And um, I want to go back and rewatch that match this week and just kind of take and take the time to, to really look at it. Um, and then, you know, his, uh, his most recent match, his last match, his last wrestling match ever, that dog collar match with Cody, was fantastic it was it was well done um and apparently that he had found out already something was wrong so he had you know he had that in his mind while that was going on too you know he could right. easily have you know lost his smile dropped his belt and disappeared right. but he, he right. you know he continued to, he yeah, through. yeah 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 so I, I think that those those are some of my my best memories of of watching him as a performer and um you know, I, I think we're all going to miss him. You know, uh, we're going to miss seeing him on our screens, and we're all going to miss, um, we're all going to miss that that smile, right? Because he had like he had a very distinctive smile um, on screen. Now, the I, I think that the 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 best way to end this um, 
this show is uh, to to do a couple plugs and then end it the way that that he would have. And the, the, by a couple plugs, I mean go watch a live wrestling on Coastal Championship Wrestling's YouTube. The Colognes defend their CCW Tag Team Championship this Tuesday, 7 p.m. versus Johnny Walker and Will Austin. So you better watch that. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, go check out thebuzz.com and read all of Tyler's dirt sheet nonsense. Okay. Um, <laughs> and make sure you get the real buzz, not the fake one that that yeah. weird guy is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the exactly. fuzz. Everyone the thought fuzz. it was a police magazine. <laughs> go subscribe all right, Tyler, to- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> go subscribe to ivy's only fans um you know make sure you send her holiday send discounts. her a little bit of love holiday discounts <laughs> if you ask really nicely and offer a fun thing she gives you the family and friends discount it's fun you know <laughs> family discounts on only fans i love it it's right up my alley well it's for wow. her dad's it's for her dad's friend in the long underwear oh that's man friend, you know? that's right it's for her dad's friend you know and um and last but not least, please remember to go like, comment, share, subscribe. Please remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, Wrestle Game Rewind trailer for the next season of Wrestle Game Rewind is coming out on the 31st. So be on the lookout for that. Tyler's got some exciting stuff going on. Check him out at slash Arbiter on, uh, on Twitch. And uh, my friends, I think that the best way to end this is to say happy holidays. Stay safe. You know, enjoy the rest of your 2020. Look forward to what comes in 2021 because uh, it's Sunday and you know what that means.